with all your truth or kindness, Lord. With all your truth or kindness, Lord. Thank you for tuning into the Notice Podcast. Where together we notice the mercy of God. I'm Susan Hookstra, your host. On this episode of The Notice, Mother's Day, a special day to celebrate those women who have sacrificed so much for others. But sometimes this day brings up painful memories of life's lost, strained relationships, or struggles with expectations. Listen in as we talk about the history of Mother's Day, how enjoyable and hurtful this day can be, and how in the midst of it all, God takes notice. Harriet Beecher Stowe said, Most mothers are instinctive philosophers. Abraham Lincoln said, All that I am or hope to be, I owe to my angel mother. Someone named Anonymous said, Nothing is really lost until your mom can't find it. And me, I find myself quoting my mom a lot when I say, you can't think straight if you're tired, hungry, or upset. So now that it's that time of year where we celebrate Mother's Day, I wonder, can I actually think straight about this special day? You see, my mom passed away in 2013. And if I'm honest, I miss her. I really miss having that eyewitness to my life. She even called herself president of my fan club. I guess this meant she noticed me. At times, I wonder, do I really miss her as a person? Or maybe I just miss her being president of my fan club. Mother's Day lands differently for all of us. Industries has set us up for how it's supposed to look. Gifts, jewelry, cards, flowers, candy, and going out to eat top the list of things we are supposed to do for our moms or for our children to do for us. But is that really how it looks? In reality, the day may be filled with grief and longing, I've heard stories of women who feel grossly underappreciated and overwhelmed. Other women desire to be a mother but can't. Or maybe you're a mom who's hurting because you've lost a child or are estranged from your children. Or maybe you have grown children who don't even take notice. You kind of get envious of those moms who seem to have children who call them blessed. Our quest for Mother's Day to be that tender, loving Hallmark movie turns out to be in vain. As real life enters the picture, we are actually presented with dysfunction and relational complications, reminding us we live in a fallen world. Definitely bittersweet. So where are you at this Mother's Day? Are you a daughter who is missing her mom? Are you wanting to be a mother, but your arms are still empty? Are you sad because you know your phone or doorbell won't ring because your child is no longer speaking to you? Or are you simply struggling with the admitting motherhood is really hard? Interestingly enough, the history and tradition of Mother's Day in America is also bittersweet. 
Mother's Day was started by Anne Reeves Jarvis. She was known as Mother Jarvis, who was an activist in the Civil War. She organized women brigades and encouraged women to help without regard for which side their men had chosen in the war. After the war, she proposed a Mother's Friendship Day to promote peace between former Union and Confederate families. And I suppose like most mothers today, it seemed all she wanted was a day of peace. But after her death in 1905, her daughter Anna wanted to take it a step further. She not only wanted to honor her mom, but wanted to set aside a special day to honor the sacrifices mothers had made for their children. Resolved to see this holiday added to the national calendar, she began a massive letter-writing campaign to newspapers and prominent politicians urging the adoption of this special day. She argued that many of American holidays were biased towards male achievements. Well, her persistence finally paid off in 1914 when President Woodrow Wilson signed a measure officially establishing the second Sunday in May as Mother's Day. But what started off as a day to honor her deceased mom ended up becoming a commercial holiday. Her intent was to have it be just a sweet day to honor her mom, maybe wear a white carnation, go to church, and have dinner. But quickly, florists, candy makers, and candle stores got a hold of this day as a way to increase revenue. By 1920, just six years later, Anna was so disgusted with how the holiday had been commercialized, she urged others to stop by Mother's Day cards and gifts. So even then, at the very beginning, Mother's Day wasn't all it was supposed to be. Which gets me back to our expectations. What is the best way for a mother to be honored? Aside from commercialization or the longing for peace within families, I don't know about you, but as a mother, I'm not terribly materialistic, so I don't care that much about gifts. But I do care about being with my children, and I enjoy my time with them. Maybe that is mostly because spending time with them allows me to better understand the condition of their heart. Are they living a full life? Are they full of gratitude? Can they sincerely show appreciation? Which takes me back to the heartbeat of this podcast, taking notice. Friends, a big part of showing gratefulness or appreciation means that, well, we have to take notice. Take notice of all the things our moms do for us or we do for our children. Some of my fondest Mother's Day memories involved handmade cards my daughters made expressing their thanks. And when they would make me breakfast, runny eggs and all, it acknowledged the work I did on a regular basis. I was noticed, and their heart of gratefulness warmed my heart. But what potentially hurts the most is, what happens if your children don't take notice? First, I think we have to recognize that an ungrateful heart can be a gateway to rebellion, spiritually speaking. Romans 1 tells us that to have an ungrateful heart is the beginning of rebellion. So if your child is rebellious, it's unlikely they will change in time for your Hallmark movie. The best we can do in that situation is to disengage, 
knowing they have a responsibility before God for their actions towards us. God gives some clear instruction in his words surrounding the role of a child. Here's some of them. Proverbs 1, 8 and 9. Pay close attention, my child, to your father's wise words and never forget your mother's instructions. For their insight will bring you success, adorning you with grace-filled thoughts and giving you reins to guide your decisions. In Ephesians 6, 1 through 3, Children, if you want to be wise, listen to your parents and do what they tell you, and the Lord will help you. For the commandment, honor your father and your mother, was the first of the Ten Commandments of the promise attached. You will prosper and live a long, full life if you honor your parents. And Proverbs 31, 31 says, Honor her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. One of the verses I relied on the most as a young mom was Isaiah 40, 11. He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. Especially when I wasn't sure how to handle certain parenting challenges, this verse helped me recognize early how God would guide me into doing what was best for my children. It might be the right doctors, teachers, schools, or child care workers. It continually reminded me I was not alone. Yes, friends, that means if you're hurting today, Because you don't feel seen or heard by God, please let me reassure you. He is on your rescue team. He is not blind to the anguish you may feel. Here's a cool story I want to tell you that reminds you that, hey, he's actually taking notice. This week, I was driving the 120 plus miles to work and made a pit stop at a rest area. As I was leaving the bathroom, I literally ran into one of the ladies who attend our recent prodigal workshop here on the property. She was on her way downstate with her son, taking care of some things that were really difficult for her to take care of as a mom, so she asked me to pray for her. I stopped right then and there and prayed with her. We exchanged a few more thoughts and a hug, and off we went. But as I got back in the car, I remembered something. Here is a mom who needed encouragement, especially today. And what did God do? He brought me along who understood her situation and took notice. Friends, this is just one way that God shows us that he is taking notice. My heart was full knowing that she was riding on God's coattails as she dealt with the challenges she had to face. So remember, on Mother's Day, I encourage you, celebrate if your child is grateful for you. I encourage you to celebrate and hang on to the Father if they aren't. God knows the burden we carry. When I was pregnant with my first child, I asked my then mother-in-law what her favorite age was of her children. Maybe it's when they were a baby or said their first word, but I distinctly remember her saying, it's whatever age they are. 
I really took that to heart, and I tried to enjoy every age. It seemed that as they ventured into another season, so did I. Being a mom is one of the most challenging roles God gives us, and we change as they change. But I challenge you, listener, not to make being a mom your identity. If you do, as those seasons change and you become the mom of a teenager, you might be miserable as they sprout their wings. As an empty nester, you might feel lonely and without purpose. If your adult child doesn't call or remember Mother's Day, you'll feel offended. As we anchor our identity, not in our roles, but in our essence, we will feel free as we enter these new seasons with our children. We'll start enjoying whatever age they are. May you take notice this Mother's Day.